Hey now, hey now, Tough Skin Soft Heart family. We are back, back together around our global dining room table, checking in with each other, head, heart, feet, from your hair follicles to your toes. How are you doing? And notice that pause in there, it's intentional. We give ourselves pause because if we don't give ourselves pause, then we will be tempted to respond with fake I'm fine. There is no shame in how you're showing up today. We all have valley seasons, we all have mountaintop moments, we all have rainy days, we all have days of sunlight. So there's nothing wrong with how you're showing up today. I think the power comes in one, acknowledging self-awareness, right? That's the first stage of emotional intelligence is checking in with ourselves so that we can show empathy with ourselves and then ask ourselves that important second follow-up question, what do I need in order to be well? And as you all know, we talk about this all the time that it's okay if you feel different ways in different areas and spaces of your life. So I'm going to take us all the way back because I know that we are an intergenerational family. I am an 80s baby and I remember when I had saved up enough money, I think I was like 15, to buy an Iowa five disc CD changer. Do y'all remember those? <laughs> I know I'm looking at my sound engineer. I'm like, she probably has no clue what I'm talking about. But y'all, when I tell you that five disc CD changer, I thought I was a DJ of destiny with that thing. Okay. I loved my five disc CD changer and I would take it outside in my backyard and I'd invite my friends over. I put on my I'll be sure CD. I put on my boys to men CD. I put, <laughs> I put on all my little CD, the boys. Y'all remember the boys? I put on all my little CDs, my new edition, and we would have the best backyard parties. And it's really interesting on those CD players. They had, you know, you could control the treble, you could control the bass, you could turn things up or down. There were these knobs so you could control the levels to things. And so one of the things I have been really inspired by in my own life is just saying, you know what? Purpose is divinely given, but every day I get to be the DJ of destiny in my life. I get to choose what I turn the volume up or down on. One of the things I'm also discovering is that I choose whose voices, perceptions, opinions, beliefs I want to turn the volume up on and whose I just need to mute. And as you think about your life from this past week, have you have you been letting the wrong voices, opinions, perceptions or attitudes have volume access in your life? Are there some voices you need to mute? And part of the reason I'm asking is because, you know, this month, the month of March is all about the family. We are elevating those afterglow conversations and we're bringing those to the collective family for us to have collective wisdom conversations around. And one of the members of the family reached out because they have been walking in purpose. She talked about the fact that she has been inspired by one of the sayings that we talk about all the time. That's from the line of Tough Skin Soft Heart greeting cards. And it says, this is your day to live at the intersection of joy and purpose. And she started to share with me offline that she has been learning a lot about purpose. And for the first time in her life, she's walking in purpose. And she has found that with every progressive step of walking in purpose, it seems like, and these were her words to me, haters in her life have increased or naysayers have increased. And it's coming from the most unlikely places. And she said, you know, how can I be winning in one area and walking in purpose 
And yet I feel like I'm losing in another area where some of the people that I thought were my friends, some of the people that I thought were allies, some of the people that I thought would be supportive of me are radio silent or they have such negative things to say or they say accolades when they're in my face and they're arsonists when they are not behind closed doors with other people. And I thought I would bring that conversation to us because no matter where we are in our careers, no matter where we are in our personal journey as far as age, what we all know is that wherever there is light, there is heat. And here's what I've learned about purpose. When you get focused on your purpose, it changes you. When you get focused on your purpose and focused on purpose, it impacts everything about your life. It changes how you view your time. So I could relate to the question that came from our family member because that statement, this is your day to live at the intersection of joy and purpose was actually born out of a similar situation in my own life. When I was in my late 20s, I made the radical decision to go back to graduate school. At that time, I was in a position that I had outgrown. I felt like a square peg in a round hole. I was experiencing ambitious restlessness. Y'all know what that is, where I am in one place professionally, but I'm, I know that it's time for me to transition. So all of that was like the perfect storm that I was operating in. And not only was I in a position where I was being overutilized, overextended, and underpaid. And at the same time, this square peg in a round hole, that because I had outgrown the role, the people that I was working for in that organization had gotten very comfortable with me overextending, so much so that they almost demanded it. And so when I realized that this is my day to live at the intersection of joy and purpose, it was because I was fed up living at the intersection of got to and don't want to. I was fed up living at the intersection of everybody else's expectations and opinions and waylaying my own. It was because I was ready to explore the ambitious restlessness I was feeling versus tucking it and stuffing it and just going through the paces of normal everyday life. And so it affected how I spent my time. And I started to say that every day I will take at least 30 minutes to invest in my next. I'm living in my now, but I will invest in my next. And so I started to change. I started getting to work at 8.55 in the morning and I would leave promptly at five o'clock. Y'all, you would have thought me leaving at five o'clock was like me leaving after lunch because they were used to me staying until seven or 7.30 at night. But I realized that every time I overextend for you, I divest from my own dreams and my own purpose. And so I started to use that time to look for ways to go back to school debt-free as a non-traditional student. See, when you start living on purpose, you'll get real picky and real particular about your time because you start to understand that the pace of purpose is connected to how I invest my time and it is also connected to who I invest time with. I remember in that season of my life, there were people that just stopped hanging out with me There were friends that I cared deeply about, friends that were important to me. But when I started walking and talking about purpose, it even changed my conversation. See, purpose will have you talking different. It will change your topics of conversation. And so I didn't have time for gossip or shenanigans. I was talking about going back to school or learning the difference between an LLC and an S-Corp. See, when you are walking in purpose, you start talking on another level. And it affects how you live. And unfortunately, if you have people in your life that aren't ready for that, 
aren't ready to see you making moves and taking steps towards purpose, it can impact the relationships you have with them. And and here's the real truth, because I've had these moments in my own life. When you hear someone else who is walking in purpose, talking about purpose, and you're in a stagnant place in your own life, it's almost like it elevates that sense of stagnation. And rather than dealing with why you feel stagnant, it can cause you to hate on the person that's walking in purpose or to pick them apart. Because really the real truth is I want to be, everybody wants to walk in purpose. Everybody wants to get into alignment with what they were created to do. And so purpose is like a light. And there have been times in my life where, especially in that season in my late 20s when I was in that space of ambitious restlessness, that every progressive step into purpose, it was like the light got stronger. It's like it went from being like a lighter to a flashlight to a strobe light and then to a spotlight. And the thing that nobody tells you about progressively stronger lights is that the stronger your light becomes, the greater the heat. If you think about it, there's heat that comes from a candle or from a light bulb. But if you've ever stood on a stage under under stage lights, the heat is completely different. So if you're going to walk in your divine purpose and assignment on the earth, you have to expect that your light is going to get brighter and brighter. And light does two things. It will attract people to your light. It will attract opportunities to your light, new platforms to you. Light will attract new spheres of influence to you. But light always comes with heat. And the brighter the light, the stronger the heat. So don't be surprised when opposition comes or when people who don't even know you or don't know you well have a thousand things to say about you. So I thought this was an important conversation to elevate to the family because it has been blessing my whole soul. I tell many of you all the time, my whole face smiles when I run into each of you and you tell me about the amazing opportunities, the amazing doors that are opening for you to do what you feel gifted and called to do. But at the same time, what I'm hearing from the family is that what is taking your breath away is actually not the opportunity or the new level of work that comes with operating on the next level. What has been taking your breath away is the people, power, and politics or the heat that is coming as you walk in purpose on purpose. And I just want to encourage you to not be afraid. Prepare and arm yourself Deconstruct your emotions around it. Build in systems for self-care and community care. But don't back down from being who you were created to be just because heat has shown up with your light. And here's the other thing, and this is something I've had to remind myself of recently. Don't be dismayed when it takes you a minute to figure out how to navigate the new forms that heat is taking because you've never been here before. So it is actually going to take you a minute to process what to do. This is why having mentors, coaches, and sponsors that are at the level you are or want to be or the level where you're progressively going is so important because that's how you glean some of the wisdom from folks who have been where you are going so you aren't shocked when new territory and new land comes with a new orientation on how to deal with opposition. You know, when I think about this, high school orientation was so different from college orientation. And this is me telling my age, but when I started high school, there was no such thing as email. 
And by the time I was a junior in high school, that's when all of these AOL CDs, y'all remember those? Those AOL CDs started showing up in the mail. And by the time I got to college, my freshman orientation of college was the first time I had an email address. I even remember in high school, we were still using floppy disks. Y'all remember floppy disks? I didn't start using flash drives until I got to college. My point is, is that every level is going to have a learning curve. And a learning curve is not a sign that you don't belong at that level. And we expect a learning curve when it comes to technical acumen or expertise, but we trip when there is a learning curve connected to the emotional aptitude, strength, and resilience that the next level is going to require from you and of you. There are some things about moving to the next level that no one can tell you. Things that are only gleaned from experiential experience. You only understand it as you start walking it out. So don't shrink, family, from living at the intersection of joy and purpose. Expect opposition. Expect criticism. Give yourself space to learn how to operate, not just from a technical aptitude, but from an emotional aptitude from the next level. I love you. I'm thinking about you. Until next time.